lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio and podcast. I am Steve Dace. Aaron McIntyre is here with me, as is Todd Erzin. We're joined by our good friend Rob Eno. He'll be here in a moment for the Dace Group. Let us know what you think about what we think. We'll get to your feedback next hour with Feedback Friday. You can email the program, Steve, at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at Steve Day Show. And as well, look for me on MeWe, Parlor and Gab. And if you're looking for censorship-free and free clips of the show, go to rumble.com slash Steve Day Show as well. If you are looking for the supplement that I promise you your pet needs, look no further than our friends over at Rough Greens. Because yes, just like they have stripped our food of a lot of the vitamins, minerals, nutrients, etc. that we need the most, that's why we're taking so many supplements these days, the same is likely true of the food that your puppy loves as well. Thankfully, they've now got a supplement as well. It's our friends over at Rough Greens. It's the powder you sprinkle in to the dog's food that doesn't make it taste worse, but even better, but makes it also far more nutritious. Now, you may be wondering, though, just because your dog likes it, Dace, doesn't mean mine will. Fair enough. So let's give you the bag for free to find out. The first 14-day Jumpstart bag is on us. You just pony up a couple bucks for the shipping, so you have some skin in the game here. But the bag is free when you go to roughgreens.com. R-U-F-F is how they spell it there. They're clever like that. Uh, roughgreens.com or give them a call at 833-ROUGH-DOG. Again, that is 833-ROUGH-DOG. Without further ado, it is time for the Dace Group. Your weekly look at the week that was begins as it always does with issue one. Bleep, Lord Nefarious says. <sighs> Guys, I messed up. I messed up. So I had a kid on Monday. They said their pronouns were she, her. Then on Wednesday, yesterday, they came to me and they said, you know what? My pronouns are they, them. I want you in the class to use they, them. Okay, cool, great. They come to class today. There's names on desks in groups for assigned seats. They can't find theirs because I guess my first class knocked it off. So I go to the class. Hey, is she in anyone's group? Does anyone see her name? <sighs> it took me five minutes to realize what I did. I'm so worried that if masks are not required, my brother could go to school one day and the next be dying in the hospital. Their father, Matt Hartley, wants Duval County Public Schools to mandate masks. I care about your kid as much as I care about my kid, and I don't want any kid to, to risk being hospitalized or getting long COVID symptoms or just being a part of our community spread. Mask for all in the fall. It's okay to have your own opinions. It's like, you can think what you want to think, but also the, these masks have proven that they are saving, that they are saving people. It's time for people to see vaccination as literally necessary to living a good and full and healthy life. The Delta variant has changed the game. Unless we want to run the risk of going back to restrictions and having our freedom taken away, 
and people losing their jobs again. It's really clear what we have to do. People have to get vaccinated. Why did you decide to sign the bill that became tax I signed it for those reasons that our cases were at a low point. Everything has changed now. And yes, in hindsight, I wish uh, that had not become law. Uh, but it is the law, and the only chance we have is either to amend it or uh, for the courts to uh, say that it has an unconstitutional... Look, we need leadership from everyone. If some governors aren't willing to do the right thing to beat this pandemic, then they should allow businesses and universities who want to do the right thing to be able to do it. I say to these governors, please help. But if you aren't going to help, at least get out of the way. That's the reason why the recommendations are uh, for kids under 12, uh, that they avoid being in places where they might get infected, which means recommendations of mask wearing in schools, and that at home, uh, parents of unvaccinated kids should be thoughtful about this, and the recommendation is to wear masks there as well. Extra powers for work sites, but we, we keep getting told households, the big problem, are you going to be going suburb to suburb, street to street, door to door? knocking on these and actively looking for people who are in the wrong house and finding them on the spot. Yeah, look, absolutely. Overnight, we conducted hundreds of checks. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. All right, Rob is the guest. You get to go first. What shot of bile wet your whistle this week? It, it's got to be the, the completely brainwashed kid by our dad. I feel bad saying it because it's a kid, but it was up there. Um, masks don't work. I'll say it again. Masks don't work. I don't know if you saw on CNN, there was a, uh, a doctor that they had on who said, well, you know, I think we need to start getting people the N95 masks that will actually work because that was it's Michael Osterholm, who's a Biden COVID advisor that said this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it's like absolutely nuts that they, they were shocked and at all. But they still the next day, you know, went and tracked down a, a, a guy with no shirt on that was just walking along the beach to see if they could a, a doctor to see if they could get him to comment on being named one of the 12 Biden uh, most horrible people in the world who must have all of his. Uh, social media posts uh, stopped. So, I mean, I, I think it's got to be that kid. I mean, it's so sad to watch. I was in Duval County last weekend. Um, there were some people that looked scared. There were some people that, that, that weren't. But you know what? It's each person's individual thing. I was thinking this morning the, that that guy's the kind of guy that if, you know, a Republican um, official in Duval County died, uh, that he would take to Facebook and cheer um, and say, see, if you only would have done what I told you to do, you'd win, which I guess fits in with the Lord Nefarious theme, because to me, it's seeming more and more like that's some sort of satanic ritual soul cleansing um, that these people do when they cheer people's deaths for not acting in the exact same way that they did. And that's exactly what this guy's teaching his child. And when the crops were bad in Israel that fall, when the harvest didn't yield, um, they went and found the one person who would not cast his baby into the fire to Molech, and they blamed it on him. Todd, what was what was your favorite uh, shot of the bile this week? Well, people keep saying how Cory Bush said the the quiet part out loud. I, that that wasn't remotely surprising that Cory Bush believed that said that. Uh, to me, it's it's Asa Hutchinson without pausing in public 
not clearly not like a verbal gaffe. He actually said the legislation he signed, he hopes it's unconstitutional, which is just the beautiful bookend to everything Biden's just been doing this week, basically just saying, but yeah, I mean, it might be unconstitutional, but we feel pretty good about it. it this is who our leaders are. I mean, they, 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 do, they aren't governing. Do you know why there's not a riot outside of his office? And, and it's all the more remarkable because it's... In, it's Ar- it's this is not, Arkansas, right? It's, it's Arkansas. This is, yeah, this is a, not a Republican yeah, in Maryland. Yeah. And, and that guy's a clown too. But yeah, this is... I mean, it should be to- uh, torches and pitchforks time. Tired and feathering. All of it. All of it for that clown. Yeah. Now, the legislature is having none of it, apparently. That they That's just, true. They just came out yesterday again ratifying that no we did what we wanted to do so amen to that and maybe that needed to be taken care of first but second what steve said aaron can i just say as well if they need to impeach asa hutchinson by the way if you live in arkansas you may have voted for trump you may have um you may have uh, dirt all over you because you're a blue collar worker or you may uh, have a MAGA hat. You may have a large collection of guns. You may have all the accoutrements that people typically, uh, typically stereotype of, of right-wingers. The fact that Asa Hutchinson is not impeached now, or under the threat, the imminent threat of impeachment, or tar and feathering, you have a lot more in common. You may be all those things that I just described. You have a lot more in common with that, that candy butt dad from Duval than you do with any, any measure of a patriot. Anyway, um, my favorite ride on the crazy train this week. It's got to be, it's gotta be um, Francis Collins. Have you noticed? Have you noticed? I can't remember maybe two appearances... If, if that at all, Francis Collins made on any TV networks last year. Do you guys remember him being right? on no. the television? I wonder For people why who don't know, is. he's Anthony Fauci's boss. Exactly. Okay. I wonder yeah. why that is. I wonder why that is. I'll let you fill into the blanks there. It turns out he's just as bad as Anthony Fauci. He's just as confused as Anthony Fauci. But he does play the guitar and make up songs about the virus. So I guess we've got that going for us. So that's my favorite ride on the crazy train. If you're looking for a voice of sanity, a voice of, I don't know, maybe accountability for Anthony Fauci's continued fraudulent statements and meanderings around the truth and massaging of the messaging, um, you're not going to find it in, in, um, in Dr. Collins. You know, he, he was the one who was instrumental in mapping the human genome. I, I think for the sake of, their, of our country and for the, uh, any credibility, which doesn't really have any, but any credibility left of the medical establishment, maybe we would all be better served if he actually went back to a career of singer-songwriter instead of, you know, mapping the human genome and, and studying viruses at this point. Prove me wrong. See, what you're, what you're highlighting, Aaron, is something I said earlier this week in that I don't believe I know more about this than Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins. My angst and anger comes from the fact that I know I don't. So then why do they look so silly? Why are their arguments so bad? 
Why do they present so many fallacies that it's just so simple for the likes of me to deconstruct and to point out and to obliterate? Those aren't good signs. Like if you're on if you're on a sports team, and you know I know in the fan I know fans sit in the stands and they say stuff like I can sit in the stands and call the play. We're gonna run on first down. I mean they got, they got 48 run down run plays, guys. Which one is it? Okay, is it top? Is it toss sweep left power right on three? I mean which one? You don't know. You can't call the plays. You might be able to call tendencies, but you don't know the playbook itself, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But what about when the players that are on the field, when the, when the call comes in from the sidelines and they know that play ain't going to work, right? And they go up to the line of scrimmage, they can see the defense, knows what's coming or what they're in, that the play isn't going to work, right? Yeah. Are they encouraged or discouraged by this, do you think? That would be discouraged. They would be discouraged. Need to, need to, you know, like we were told to trust the experts, you have to trust your coaches, right? Yeah. What happens when you lose trust? Not what happens? Things. What happens when the players, and it's not just the ingrates, but as a, the players that really want to believe, have figured out, wow, we we know more about this than they do, right? Yeah. Is that good for a team? No, revolt no, happens. No, and that's where I am at. I'm dead serious. I I wouldn't study a single. I wouldn't study any more than I already do. If CNN CNN even called me, right now during the show and said, "We'll put you on with Anthony Fauci for 30 minutes, commercial free," I'm like, "Can we do it five minutes from now?" I'm not doing, dude, we bring Ben Shapiro on. I'm going to study, okay? I, got, got to res, I, got, I respect his intellect and processing speed. I would feel as if I don't have to study a single damn thing to share a stage with Anthony Fauci for 30 minutes and just point out fallacy after fallacy after fallacy after fallacy. Is that good? That's terrible. That is not good, folks. The problem here isn't that you and I know more than Francis Collins it's that we don't, and he's making bad jingles on a guitar, okay, while wearing a mask outside, fully vaccinated. That is the problem, right? You're describing Animal Farm. Yeah, so either there's something they all still don't want to tell us, or, which means they're really bad at this, or they're really good at it. And neither one of those, if you know what I'm saying. This is a means to an end. And neither one of those is particularly comforting. You feel comforted right now? I haven't been comforted in a long, long time. Amen Steve. to that. On a scale of one to 10, let's get to the exit question. With one being how much Lindsey Graham loves liberty and 10 being how much we know Lindsey Graham loves mandates. Uh, rank this week's level of total depravity, Aaron. 10. Rob. Five, everybody can always do better. No. Dude, if that's a five, no. I will be cutting myself during the break. I just, I, I, I feel I am, I am, I'm like on the nihilism train. So everybody can always do that. You're not helping me. You're not helping my anxiety, Rob. You're not helping. <laughs> okay. Todd. 10. All right, let's get to issue two. Making segregation great again. Just mere weeks after new Israeli Premier Naftali Bennett announced that beginning on August 8th, those who are unvaccinated in Israel will be subject to a lockdown while the rest of the country is free to do as they please. That same segregational policy has come to the shores of the United States. This week, New York City became the first city in America to require businesses like gyms, restaurants and theaters to force patrons to show proof of vaccination upon entering. It's time for people to see vaccination as literally necessary to living a good and full and healthy life. 
There have been numerous tyrannical wet dreams published in the papers of record in various regions of the country, like this from the L.A. Times. Bring on the crackdown. The unvaccinated must be held accountable. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, the schmuck who's already vaccinated yet wears a mask and a face shield, is expected to make COVID vaccination mandatory amongst active duty military. Joe Biden continues to beg governors to bring more COVID tyranny down upon their citizens. If some governors aren't willing to do the right thing to beat this pandemic, then they should allow businesses and universities who want to do the right thing to be able to do it. I say to these governors, please help. But if you aren't going to help, at least get out of the way. But the resistance to these overtures is making for some unlikely allies. In response to the president, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis hit back this week. Joe Biden suggests that if you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you this. If you're coming after the rights of parents in Florida, I'm standing in your way. I'm not going to let you get away with it. And perhaps the most surprising pushback came from Boston Mayor Kim Janey, who had this to say about vaccine passports. We know that those types of things are difficult to enforce when it comes to vaccine. There's a long history in this country of people needing to show their papers, whether we're talking about uh, this from the standpoint of during slavery, post slavery. Here, we want to make sure that we are not doing anything that would further create a barrier for residents of Boston or disproportionately impact BIPOC communities. According to CDC, 72% of black America is unvaccinated. 72%. So I, I can see why the black mayor of Boston is saying she has maybe a little more self-awareness than the white Jewish uh, prime minister of Israel, who you would think, being he's the first ever religiously observant Jew in modern Israel history, might know a thing or two about some self-awareness about segregating people, right? Apparently, um, he skipped that day of history class. Was he once the Israeli secretary of education, I thought, at some point? Did they not include that in their curriculum over there, perhaps? But the black mayor of Boston understands, ah, yeah, yeah. Um, in our history books, uh, we, we remember moments like this. And with only 28% of black America vaccinated, I can't wait to see what happens when they try to enforce this in New York and Los Angeles. Are there a lot of black people that live there? Yes. Yeah, quite a bit, right? This will be very interesting. So, simple question that maybe doesn't have an easy answer. How far does this go? Aaron. It goes as far as we let it go. I know that's the big picture answer. It goes as far as we let it go. If you're, again, invoking Asa Hutchinson, if, if, you're, if you're willing to let, if you're in a deep red state like that, and you're just willing to let that go, just willing to let it go, you're going to get as far as it will go, whatever that is. Now, specifically, how far do I think this will go? It, it waxes and wanes de depending on the day or maybe even the time of the day. I think this will end up where there will be a very, very, very two-tiered society all across the, grow, uh, the globe, at least, at, I should say, at least in, in Western civilization. The United States... Permanently or for a time being? Guys, or is it too early to tell? It's too early to tell. Typically, I, I, 
typically the long course of human history says that when when despots attain power, they typically don't just give it away. So what's to say, hey, now now we've gotten a 95% of the population to take this experimental vaccination. Um, now we're going to require the population to get, I don't know, China's social credit system. Things like that. They don't typically just let go of power. So either we are going to get none of this because enough of us will stand up and say no. Enough of us that they aren't going to be able to just bowl us over. Or we will get this into perpetuity in our in our lives, our children's lives, our grandchildren's lives. They won't know an America where you used to be able to go to the grocery store or go on a road trip without having to get vaccinated or without having to get a, um, a, a tattoo on your palm or forehead, maybe something like that. You, you pick up what I'm putting down. Are they offering the vaccine passports for your forehead or your, your arm It's yet? only a matter of time. Because, so, I mean, that would be really handy in case you lose it, right? At, at the, at, to, to boil up, <laughs> exactly. To boil this down, there is no, there is absolutely no limiting principle with what we're doing right now. So this can go as far as they want it to go until you just say no. So basically, we're the only limiting principle. Yep. Okay. Rob, same question to you. How far does it go? Yeah, I, I think it goes as far as we want it to go, just like um, Aaron said. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's making the um, the rounds now, but Busta Rhymes at a concert, I think this weekend, uh, you know, Gen X rapper, um, got up and basically said he's done. He said, um, forget the masks in a very CeeLo fashion. Um, he said that it is his God-given right to be out and to breathe free and to see somebody smile and have human interactions. And that's somebody in the African-American community. He, he basically said, like Ludacris did, move, get out the way to people that are trying to stop people from doing this stuff. And, and I just, I, I had a thought this week, guys, and, and it kind of dovetails in with Aaron's. Um, I, I have a feeling that in 2040, uh, we're going to be talking about the Omega, Vega, Vega, Bodega, Zega Bega variant um, that will be more dangerous than all of the others. Um, and it's a good thing that we've had 1,052 weeks to stop the spread. Um, and we'll all be, because they'll figure out how to make us all live longer and live through this dystopian hell, um, we'll all be on our 750th booster um, at that point in time. I mean, th this has to stop. And, and the people that don't understand, and you see a lot of them, and I probably engage too much in places like news websites, um, Facebooks, and I should probably turn it off so my blood pressure doesn't go up. But, but, but these people have completely had the wool pulled over their eyes. They don't see, they're like, oh, they're just trying to make you safe. And, and you tell them, yeah, there's been no dictator in the, in, the, in the cause of humanity that said, I'm just taking this power because I need to make you safe. I mean, the fictional dictator, Emperor Palpatine, even say that it was for a safe and secure society. Mm -hmm. The reason that Julius Caesar got a lifetime worth of dictatorship was for the safety of the Roman people. Mm -hmm. They always used the safety canard to take power. Hitler used the safety canard to take power. Mussolini used the safety canard to take power. Franco used the safety canard to take power. Pol Pot used the safety canard to take power. That's what they do. That, that, that's how you get tyranny is you find something. I mean, wasn't it 
Rahm Emanuel, ne- never let a crisis go to waste. Right, right. That's what those with dictatorial tendencies do. And that people don't, they're like, oh man, it's just a mask. Or, you know, it, it's just a poke. It, it's the right thing to do for humanity. I mean, if you don't do it, you don't love your fellow man. Meanwhile, the vaccine has never been used in the history of humankind. We have never taken messenger RNA, put it in a cell, and told it to tell our cells to make proteins. I mean, that's what they do with Chinese hamster ovary cells to make drugs, right? I mean, in, in biotech. But I, I never thought that I would see the day where, you know, you were a bad person. I mean, again, I got the vaccine. But you would be a bad person if you didn't want to put messenger RNA in your cells to make your cells do something unnatural and create a spike protein of a virus that's killing, that's ostensibly killing the world. And, and I agree with you. I, I think that they know exactly where this is going because they know exactly what they've been developing um, because they wanted to test things and they wanted to make sure that we're all safe. And I think that they know that some of those things that they've been testing have gotten out into the wild and they don't want to tell us because A, they don't yeah. want to take responsibility yep. and B, they don't want us to be scared. Because it'd be one of the greatest scandals in all of human history is what it would be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Which is why I would urge you if you are struggling with anxiety as I am right now, or blood pressure as Rob just mentioned, do not watch the last five minutes of my interview with Dr. Robert Malone earlier this week, the original patenter of mRNA technology. You will get an answer that will not make you sleep well, I promise. Hey, Todd, you get the last word. Go ahead. Well, because there's so much shamelessness, and even when things get moving in one direction advantageously, perhaps even in our direction, uh, both sides, uh, just even within themselves, are so manic or so drunk, in, in our side's case, uncomfort, uh, the gated community effect, that uh, we, we just can't make the center hold for any length of time. That's why I do agree, unless something changes about us at a spiritual level, what Rob said uh, in 2040 could very well... Uh, be the case because we shouldn't have the level of, you know, that crowd we saw in Chicago with Mayor Lori Lightfoot. It, it should be, okay, we're moving on. Yet you, we know we all know in Chicago, they're talking about shutting down schools again, and she's going to be advocating for that. How do you, how do you exist in both planes? Well, we keep allowing people to exist. It must in just both be planes. what the people of Chicago yes. like. So well, that, why exactly. do we continue talking? Let them have what they want. Choke Ex- on it. You know. Ex- I mean, Ex- and if, that's that's a you problem at some point, right? Uh, exactly. But it's the kind of thing that snowballs, and sooner or later, this is what they're setting up. Rob, uh, uh, not Rob Emanuel. Excuse me, uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, saying there, like, I'm going to stand in your way. I mean, God bless him. Uh, and you already talked about that earlier in the week. Uh, but then you have Joe Biden saying, get out of the way. They're trying to figure out a way uh, to dis- to um, um, judge um, who- that got us all riled up. Uh, Kavanaugh. They're trying to figure out a way to Kavanaugh him with federal crimes on some level. Uh, I guarantee you that. And if it comes right down to it and they're desperate enough, if you if you don't think in the name of public health and safety that we couldn't see Governor DeSantis getting frog marched somewhere in this climate, I disagree. Exit question. If the odds that America is poised to become a permanent, meaning COVID is just the beginning, medical apartheid state, if they were a who song, which who song would it be? A, won't get fooled again. Nope, won't happen. We won't fall for it. B, I can't explain. Too early to tell. C, I can see for miles and miles. It's on, like Donkey Kong. Todd? I can't explain. Rob? I can see for miles and miles. 
I can see for miles and miles. There's a lot I could say right now that I'm just not. We're up against a break. We're heading to the weekend. And I'd like to enjoy my weekend. I'd like all of you to enjoy yours. And I may I may be a little burnt out right now, frankly. So I might I might be on tilt. So it might be best for me to maybe hold my tongue here. I think I let it kind of get the best of me the other day here on the show. Um, yeah. Yeah, after thinking about it again, I think I'm just going to... I'm just going to say this. Again. This will not end until we make it end and not a moment sooner this will not end until we make it end and not a moment sooner we'll come back and discuss the Cuomo conundrum next year stay tuned I've been stocking up on so many of the specialty flavors over at Built Bar. I I just kind of forgot how good the good old-fashioned variety box was. They got this whole thing started from this little ragtag company to now the official sponsor of the U.S. Olympic track and field team. And so I busted out just a little coconut almond from the good old-fashioned variety pack. Just had it during the break. Absolutely outstanding. So whether it's the good old-fashioned trusty variety pack or one of those specialty flavors like Rocky Road that they had out yesterday. You cannot go wrong with the absolute best tasting protein bar on protein bar, easy for me to say, on the market and also the most nutritional snack on the market as well. It tastes like a candy bar but doesn't have any of the bad stuff that candy bars do and all the good stuff that protein bars do, but it's easy on the tummy as well, all covered in real chocolate, every single flavor. Trust me. Just try it. I think you're going to like it. Even Erzin likes it, all right? Built.com. He was so excited. I came in with an extra lemon almond cheesecake this morning. I just tossed it to him because I didn't have anywhere to put it. I mean, you would have, you would have thought I'd just you know given you a bonus when I threw that your way. Like a dog with a bone. Indeed. All right, Built.com. B-U-I-L-T for Built.com. And just use my name, Dace. Get the promo code D-E-A-C-E to get 15% off at Built.com. We welcome back our colleague, Rob Eno, as we continue on with our weekly look at the week that was. Let's get to issue three, the Cuomo conundrum. Andrew Cuomo found himself in a heap of hot water this week. This is New York Attorney General Letitia James. Governor Cuomo sexually harassed current and former state employees in violation of both federal and state laws. The Independence investigation found that Governor Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, many of whom were young women, by engaging in unwanted groping, kisses, hugging, and by making inappropriate comments. In response, Cuomo protested his innocence. First, 
I want you to know directly from me that I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances. I am 63 years old. I have lived my entire adult life in public view. That is just not who I am. Several high-profile Democrats have now called on Cuomo to resign, including President Joe Biden and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. We have what now? A half dozen counties have DAs? Is that right, Rob? I know it's at least five. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a, if it's five. It's at least five counties there in the state of New York. Their DAs, uh, district attorneys, are pushing uh, an investigation against him uh, for violating state law. The Democrat legislature has given him a deadline. What is it, Rob? He's got uh, till August 13th, I believe, to resign before impeachment moves ahead, I believe, right? Okay. Yeah, they finished their, finish their, their look into it, yep. Yep, okay. So, true or false, Rob, I'll start with you. The walls are closing in on Andrew Cuomo. Oh, yeah, absolutely, it's true. Um, I think that the walls are closing in because there are... Uh, a week ago, Andrew Cuomo was the powerful person that could make your life a living Hades. Um, today, he is the ticket uh, to your political future, especially if you're one of those five or six DAs um, that can take prosecution against him and bring him down for the, the good of uh, womankind. Um, I, I think that, that Andrew Cuomo just overplayed his hand. I loved um, you didn't show the part of the video where he basically said, I, I have never touched anybody inappropriately, but here is the montage of me touching people weirdly um, and showed it right <laughs> after he said that, which was um, a nice touch. Um, because I think in his mind, he doesn't think that what he did is inappropriate. It's an older school way of, of doing things. Um, he probably thought Mad Men was an instruction manual, um, not a critical look on the 60s and 70s. How about the revelation that one of the uh, poobahs over at the human rights campaign, uh, one of the one of the chief bastions of the rainbow jihad, was his attack dog in trying to uh, essentially uh, punish one of his accusers. I mean, that's just par for the course. It's mm -hmm. all about power with them. It's all fake. It's all um, accumulating power. I mean, F Facebook has something to answer for, right? I mean, Facebook's hired um, yes. this person that did the same thing yes. to be their communications director. I mean, I will give, um, and, and you can all sit down, um, Steve, your your anxiety might act up and you might have, you know, a little bit of palpitations, but, but I will give Brian Stelter credit. There, I said it. Um, he wrote an article that was pretty critical um, of Chris Cuomo for helping his brother. And what's really going on in CNN presented both sides of the story. Um, never thought that I would see uh, Brian Stelter do that to somebody inside of CNN. Uh, never mind somebody in the media being as, you know, he grew up idolizing media figures, which is why he became, um, you know, he ran that TV newser site that, that made him famous when he was a teen because he just he loved these guys. Um, and even he I mean, when you lose Brian Stelter. Uh, I think your days are numbered. Rob says true. Todd, what do you say? Uh, I'll say false. Certainly uh, to that level. Listen, there's th this got to be I, every AD in the entire state can be uh, filing charges. They've all got to be worried about what this 
vile mobster crazy man is going to do and turn on them and what skeletons will be let out in the closet. I mean, that's that's a tricky dance uh, with them. I think at best, there's clearly, you know, pressure that will be brought to bear. He's up for re-election in 2022. Maybe you got... do a, Has he officially ever said anything one way or the other about that? Not to my knowledge. No. But I think the best they will... I ring, think you watched Letitia Wright's um, campaign announcement this no. week. Yeah, I think I th- you watched that. I, well... I think the best they will wring out of them, him is a promise not to run again in 2022, but I don't think they're going to run him out of town. Aaron, what do you think? True or false? I'm saying false. I mean, if it's true, though, we'll now know at least for at least for the time being where women and uh, black folk uh, fall on the intersectionality totem pole, being that Governor Blackface Northam there in Virginia still has his job and still uh, ostensibly is in the good graces of the National Democratic um, uh, arm, the National Democratic Party, I guess. He's still got his job, even though he literally dressed up either in blackface or as a Klansman. So I guess, I'm sorry, uh, once again, you're at the lower end of the totem pole if they run Andrew Cuomo out for sexual um, sexual harassment and sexual assault um, and not Governor Blackface for for uh, for 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 literally being the the, the, the racist. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm so confused. One day it's one day it, it, it's 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 racism that's upper uh, on the upper echelons of the totem pole. One day it's women that's on the upper echelons. It's so hard to keep track of. But I guess for a, a, the time being, I just don't think we're I just don't think we're going to see any um, major. I think they'll try to drag this out so they can say they did something. Keep their hands clean. They'll try to. I think what they'll do is draft articles of impeachment let it drag on and on and on, and then he won't run for re-election. And it's almost like they they can they can, they'll t- try to do what they can to get their all of their hands clean, and then nothing will actually ultimately happen. I will remind you though that uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo does deserve uh, at least life in prison for what he did. So I, I'm still, I, I whether or not this is motivated by what he did with the nursing home scandal, or whether this is just. Um, just uh, just organic um he's he still deserves a a a long stint in prison or worse see i actually think the scenarios that you guys have both articulated that this would be and aaron seem more confident than that than todd that this could lead to him not running again i I mean i i think that's a pretty major story you're talking about tack toppling a political dynasty within the Democratic Party. You're talking about a completely remake, I mean, the most powerful family in the New York Democratic Party, most of our combined lifetimes. I don't think that's nothing. Now, I mean, if your standard is perp walk, and I get that because that would be mine, but if that's your standard, I mean, I don't know what country y'all have been thinking we've been living in here for the last, you know, 50 years. That ain't, that ain't happening, okay? But I actually think if, if his career is over, Guys, in March of 2020, he was already being asked to run for president to stop them from running a dementia patient as a nominee. And if we're talking now that his career is over, I mean, he's the most prominent elected Democrat in America other than Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. That's not a nothing burger story. May not be the accountability we all want, but it ain't nothing either. Nothing. It's not. Especially if Gavin Newsom gets recalled. Tell me who's their bench. You got Kamala and what do you got? 
Pelosi's 100. Biden's, you know, what uh, we deficient. Got, uh, well, first of all, who's we? Yeah. Well, here, let uh, me tell yeah, you what we have. What we, what we yeah. have is a guy right now doing one hell of a Paul Revere uh, Samuel Adams impersonation, but he might get cock blocked because an 80 year old yeah. narcissist just can't stay on the sidelines and has to run yeah. again. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Okay, that's but but that's still a hell of a hey, that 80 year old narcissist got 80 million votes and actually won. That's a hell of a lot more than any of the other people that they've got sitting on the sidelines like Kamala Harris do. I mean, this would be they could lose both him and Gavin Newsom. That's a pretty devastating political toll, man. That state is full of hymns and Gavin Newsom's. It's just going to be the next man in, and maybe they'll continue their drift into decadence and decay. But my pause is like, what? That should come with consequences. Such a loss, at least in a near term. Yeah. I just we don't get those near term consequences anymore. Okay. Rob, take one minute and respond back to Todd's cynicism. Go ahead. I, I, I mean, I, I just, I don't, I think that the power of people wanting to, to move up and smell, you know, blood in the ocean See, I agree with you. Yep. is too powerful. And, and, you know, where people have publicly stated it, I think that, that, that he is going to get impeached. And, and it gives him the retcon for when Trump runs again. Yeah. Hey, we got rid of our guy. So let's, let's bring exactly. Gloria Allred out with Trump's accusers all over again. See, I'm with you. See, I, I, I'm, I would actually make the argument you and I are the most cynical in the room, and that's why we think he's gone, <laughs> all right? Because I agree with you. All right, let's get to the exit question. If the odds Cuomo goes down were a lyric from LL Cool J's classic, Mama Said Knock You Out, which lyric would they be? A, shadow boxing when I heard you on the radio. Uh, I just don't know. B, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Man, he ain't going anywhere. Or C, wreck and shop when I drop. The clock is ticking. What do you think, Aaron? Um, what was B? Remind me. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Uh, B. Right? B. Rob. C, he's gone. I agree with Rob. I think it's C. All right, so let's get to issue four. A quick quicker here. A quick kicker here. You say that 10 times fast. A quick kicker. Uh, If you could make one elected official in America resign on the spot, they have to be a current elected official. You can make one elected official in America right now resign on the spot. Who would it be and why? Aaron. Joe Biden. I I want some long-term answers about the state of opposition in this country, opposition to the spirit of the age in this country. I think a Kamala Harris presidency would have the dual purpose of, one, really, really testing the limits of where the spirit of, a, of the age is willing to go, and two, really, really, really being unlikable. That would be a that would be a great that would be a one-two punch. It would mobilize our people, see what they're really willing to put up with or not put up with, and then two, uh, make it easier, make it easier to make her the face of the spirit of the age, and then hopefully top that, topple that. So I think that would. That's I know that's an easy, but that's 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 what I was thinking. Todd, you know that great scene in Tombstone when Kirk, uh, Kirk Russell, Kurt Russell, excuse me, goes into Billy Bob Thornton, his bully, and just like takes on, takes him on and slaps him right there in front of everybody and makes him piss himself. Yeah, that's uh, that's what needs to happen with uh, Governor Larry Hogan in Maryland right now. That's a good choice. You'll make Daniel Horowitz happy. I thought so. Yeah, Rob. Uh, I am going to go with uh, the turtle himself, Mitch McConnell. 
Correct uh, and the answer. The reason I'm going to go with Mitch McConnell is because of the decades of acquiescence to the Democrats and not fighting for any dang principle, um, unless his wife was getting a paycheck from Donald Trump. I can't so, say correct because Aaron and Todd's answers were great too. But same answer. I had the same. I have the same answer as Rob, because there is there 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 is behind him are John Cornyn types who just aren't as good at politics or as cutthroat. Um, they couldn't pull off what McConnell had. To me, he is the greatest. If we're going to talk about phallus blocks, um, he's the biggest one. We the, the biggest one on the right in America, anywhere in America. I mean that that is a shibboleth that needs smashed. It's it's ditch, it's ditch, and then it's ditch, and then it's ditch some more. Because it might, I would argue we can get rid of the people that you guys talked about as long as he is there. Yeah. I mean that 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 has to go. All right, predictions. Aaron, you get to go first, and you can't use a preseason game because it already happened Thursday night. Yeah, that was great. I watched almost every snap of that game. <laughs> um, I, I believe that the United States national team will never, well, at least for the next 50 years, and that might be never, will never finish in first place in the medal count. Wow. Like, in the, like overall Olympics. I'm sorry. In the, in the Summer Olympics. Summer Olympics. Yeah. Well, maybe Ainsley Erzin one day will have something to say about that. Maybe. All right. What do you think, Todd? Uh, I think uh, anywhere from two to four teams are going to leave the uh, Pac-12, join the Big Ten, and then the rema- what remains of the Pac-12 will join with what remains of the Big East and become. You mean the sur- Big Twelve? The Big Twelve. Excuse yeah. me. I'm a lot of. It becomes like the Wild West Conference, and that's how this thing is. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just reading the tea leaves. I think that's that's a plausible. It wouldn't be my prediction, but I don't think it's nuts either. Rob, go ahead. I I think, well, we're going with the sports themes. I think that the state of Texas, um, after I don't know if you guys heard, but the South Lake ISD high school quarterback. um, Quinnewers, yeah. For went his senior year, uh, finished up school this summer so that because – Texas does not allow you to make money as an amateur, quote unquote, uh, and is going to Ohio State and is targeted to make about a million dollars in the next two weeks um, in endorsements. So I think the following the national model, the Texas legislature to keep high school football great again in the state of Texas, um, because it's crazy here. Yeah, um, Uh, that's going to allow people to make money off their name and like that's a guarantee. You're right. My prediction is uh, it's massive deal this week with the EU is just beginning, uh, just the beginning in the fourth quarter. Look for the Novavax coronavirus vaccine, which is a more traditional style of vaccine to kind of become the new hotness. Now, we'll see whether it can deliver. But I think that will be the new hotness in the fourth quarter as you're watching Pfizer and Moderna fail, at least on transmissibility efficacy in real time. Rob, always good to see you, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. We'll come back. We'll get to your feedback with some Feedback Friday coming your way here in just a moment. Stay tuned. Back here again with Hour 2, live and on demand here on a Friday on the Steve Day Show. That's me, Todd Erzin, Aaron McIntyre. Thank you to all of you. Let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can do so. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Day Show. Uh, also look for me on MeWe, Parlor, Gab, and Getter, places where there's much less censorship. By the way, mad props to our colleague, Ali Stuckey, for getting a Twitter banned. I, at this point, I am wondering if they're trolling me. I'm wondering, what do I have to do? 
okay, to get banned at this point, all right? You should spend the weekend trying. I Don't I kind of do that, like, on a <laughs> daily basis? <laughs> right. Wait, I got banned before you did? Yeah, I've, they've oh, still wow. never banned me, no, but... Props to Allie for her ban, and then she came back out of the out of jail, reiterating uh, men are still not women. So I like that. That's I like to see that level of spirit. I, That's good stuff. There is a weird, there is something about you. In out, it applies to the book. Like, do we nuke them or do we ignore them? I mean, I, there is. A, it is weird. Yes. Like I like when when the book hit number one, and we talked about this privately yes. at the time. When does the Vanity Fair Atlantic, and it won't be like some like major profile because they want they don't want to elevate us that much, right? Mm-hmm. But won't they feel compelled to take one thing? We because of course we got something wrong. There's too many footnotes in the book. There's 200 some footnotes in the book. Some of them's wrong. Some of them have to be, or at least a few have to be like outdated or something now, right? Or at least they could present that case. Nobody's perfect, right? Mm, yes. So when did they write like some five to eight hundred word blog where they take this 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 one thing that they can now say we didn't get completely yeah. right and try to make it that the whole book is just right? right? And we kept waiting for that and it never happened. Yeah. It is odd. It is. It is. I totally agree. It's it, and I don't know what it is uh, that that it is weird. You know, I don't know, man. It, it's just as. I don't. I can't even think of a reason why. And now that I say that, maybe we'll just get banned everywhere now. You know. I mean, Facebook tries to step to me all the time. They tried it again yesterday. Actually, I had a Facebook fact checker come to me yesterday, and uh, wanted to know where I got my facts on Sweden stats. I emailed them back and said, "Have you heard of Google? It's a place of good and plenty." You can, that's what I told them. You can go and look at those places and those stats and find places like Worldometer and all Johns Hopkins and, and the WHO, and you can get all kinds of stats if you just look. You know, is it, is it, do you think, I would have said before it's because I'm just not relevant enough to push back on, right? Okay. But clearly our platform has grown substantially in the last year and a half, fair? Yes. Do you think it's because, we just take such a heavily data-driven approach that it makes it more difficult. And the one thing I tend to do, although I've done many times what Allie just did yesterday, but I mean, I don't, so uh, some of the lightning rod topics, if I don't see a, a, a defined win, and I learned my whole lesson with the, with the, um, I almost said Christy Todd Whitman. That's not who it was, but I mean, they're just same difference. The gal that, uh, Car- Carly Fiorina. I kind of I kind of learned my lesson with Carly Fiorina. So I, I tend to stay away from whatever the hot button thing everybody's overreacting to at that time tends to be, right? Because if I can't make a data-driven case, I just don't go there typically. You think that might have something to do with it, at least a little bit? I think a little bit. I do think what it mostly is, is that they are so, it's like actually... Because it'd be great for my career Actually, to get banned. It's like, it's like Trump and tariffs and the Chinese and like no one knew like the outdated economic model and what's it? No, he's saying, no, he's just, he's just messing with you and mm-hmm. no one could figure out how to defeat that game. Now you're not just messing with people, but I, I think people, no, you people realize if they step, you won't squish away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be full on. Uh, evil monster dude and um, uh, Superman, what's his name? Uh, 
uh, oh, Doomsday? Doomsday. Yeah. Like he'll only, I mean, really. That's what Alex Berenson did because he has a very yeah. similar approach to me. They tried it with him yes. and he came back with both barrels. Yes. Like he went places that he maybe wasn't even prepared to go before, but he said, hey, if that's how we're going to go here, then I'm just going out in a, gla- in a blaze of glory at and this point. Everybody knows that that combination of data. But with the energy, mm-hmm. I was. They just did a uh, your own sports radio home. Did like twenty five year. The the guy who does morning drive here, who's mm-hmm. a, he's older than you. He's an ex colleague of yours. Yep. He could not. He spoke glowingly of you. He said hmm. you're the most talented person you've he's ever seen in this business. And this guy's like at least 15, 20 years older than you. Wow. Older than you. But and, and but well, then out of the side, well, uh, we all know about politics and just sure. like yeah. so I, I, but i put that disclaimer on I, it too if i was him uh, sure but, but i think everybody knows they say that because like it you, you know you he likes to argue and he doesn't resent you just because you argue have a difference of opinion but if you go thermonuclear i will attempt uh, to close the loop yes i will not leave where we just agree to disagree if you if you want to go to that level with me then you better be prepared to finish me off yes. that you have to win the argument i won't just and my At a career ending level otherwise that you're gonna end i think people i could know see something like that that that's yeah. a little bit too much scratch for my, my management at who the upper management would get frustrated with me on, on when they because they would say to me when you're done making an argument or questioning somebody you don't leave any room for disagreement and i was like well if i didn't believe what i said why would I say it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, who argues with the intent of losing an argument? Now, you've seen me lose arguments. You guys have beaten me in arguments here, right? If, but, but you have but, to beat me. Yeah. You have to show me that you have the superior point, right? Yes. Okay. But and, 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 and here's the thing, though, and you have to do it substantively. If you go right to, you know, uh, you're the American Taliban or any crap like right. that, I'm just, I, I won't, I, that's a nothing. No, I'm out. Because Tap that's out. not an argument. That's not an argument. Yeah. No. Okay. I could see that. Uh, let's get to some feedback Friday. Oh, rumble.com slash Steve Day Show is where you can go to get clips of the show that are censorship free uh, and also free to watch and share. Uh, and then if you are a podcast listener, thank you. I mean, you played a huge role in the explosive growth of this show here in the last couple of years. Please, if you haven't done so yet, uh, hit subscribe or follow. I think that's what iTunes calls it now, but maybe it's still subscribe or you podcast or leave us a five-star review if you haven't done that yet either. Those things really help to continue to boost the show. And that's also why we want to thank each and every one of you that have done either or both of those things for us. Thank you. Let's get to some Feedback Friday brought to you by Tommy John. They have a new product out. And yes, I said this the other day. I got a note from a gal who said, my son, my young son started laughing when he heard me listening to your show and you were talking about how much you love your underwear. I'm like, that's a boy, right? Okay. By the way, your teenage son will think it's funny. Uh, your husband, grand, your grandfather in a nursing home, if he is not completely Biden by now, and you told him, hey, I was listening to some guy on the radio talk about how much he loved his underwear, he's still going to crack a smile at 85, right? We don't, we just don't leave the sixth grade. We don't, all right? Biologically, we advance. <laughs> Our tastes become more expensive, but from a sense of humor standpoint, as a species, we men do not leave the sixth grade. So talking about somebody's underwear, 
is always funny. Okay. However, in the case of Tommy John, it's also uh, something that can make a big improvement. Uh, it, I, it, it's to the point now, it's the only underwear I wear. I got rid of all my other underwear. They've got a brand new line. I have not had a chance to try it yet. Yeah, it's called Apollo. They say it's their newest and most advanced men's underwear yet with a performance grade dry release fabric that is exclusive to them. I mean, if it's better than the stuff that I wear that they already do, then because the cool cotton stuff they do is absolutely phenomenal. No more flopping, sticking, or chafing. Uh, if you want to give Tommy John a shot, 20% off of your first order. And yes, you can see there, if you're watching on Blaze TV, uh, they've got stuff for the ladies as well. All right, tommyjohn.com slash Steve. Again, that's tommyjohn.com slash Steve. 20% off your first order at tommyjohn.com slash Steve. Let us begin. Um, and I want to start with this note. Where is it? This is from Glenn. Glenn Wright, Glenn D, not Glenn Beck. <laughs> Different Glenn. Uh, how come religious whack jobs like you and your two in-studio sycophants are all for businesses having the right to refuse to serve customers or employ people on religious grounds, but say they have no right to refuse to serve or employ people on health grounds like mask wearing and vaccination status. Which is it, you hypocritical, self-contradicting, uh, contradicting Bible-thumping nut? Do businesses have the right to choose their own customers and employees, or don't they? Love the show, never miss it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um... Well, first of all, do businesses have the right to choose their own employees? No. On some level, they don't. We already have anti-discrimination laws, correct? Yes. You can't discriminate on the basis of race, gender, right? Can okay. you employ a, a, an actively incarcerated person? No, because they would be actively incarcerated. incarcerated. Yeah. So you already can't employ anybody you want. For example, um, if someone doesn't want to take your job, because they're getting paid elsewhere. Can you just employ them? Can you? No. You, do you have a right to employ anybody you want? No. What requires consent from another party is not a right. We haven't had to make this argument in a while, so let's make it again. Anything that requires consent from another party is not a right. At that point, it becomes a contract. That's why you don't have the right to marry anybody you want. Can't just grab her by the back of the hair and drag her off to the church and says, use mine. Okay? No. If it requires consent, it isn't a right. Rights are things that you have because they're unalienable. They exist in nature, in the laws of nature and nature, nature's God. Anything else is either a privilege or a contract. Anything that you want to access, any intellectual property, human property, private property, um, any, any form of skill or talent or product that belongs to somebody else requires consent. Therefore, they either will grant you the privilege of access to it or you must contract to have access to it. So already, you cannot discriminate as an employer on the basis of certain things. And already, as an employer, you can't make someone who doesn't want to work for you, work for you. Well, I, want to, I get to hire everybody I want. No, you don't. Not if they don't want to work for you. You don't. So, so already, this is a fallacy. Secondly, um, the same principle is actually being applied one way and not the other. So, 
Someone walks in, they're same-sex attracted. Poor Jack, the lone cake baker in all of Denver. His church tells him same-sex attraction is a sin. So Jack immediately kicked everybody out of his store that was same-sex attracted. Is that what occurred? No. 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 If they came in and they wanted a happy birthday cake, did he bake the cake? Yes. Yes. If they wanted a cake for just about anything whatsoever, except that which advocated that he must now actively participate. See, if you are same-sex attracted and married to somebody of the same gender and you walk into Jack's cake shop and you're getting a cake for a business or any other occasion, are you still same-sex attracted? Yes. Are you still, according to Jack's worldview, living in sin? Yes. Yes. But is he denying you that service because you're living in that sin? No. No. Because serving you in this capacity does not force him to actively now violate his conscience in order to serve you, correct? Right, just like he didn't deny somebody who was divorced or sleeping with correct. each other at a wedlock. He That's wasn't correct. asking those questions. Yes, yes. but they, they walk in and they said, hey, adultery's great. Will you bake me that cake? What would Jack say? Nope. Now, you may be an adulterer. If you're an adulterer and you walked in and said, hey, I got to get a cake for my boy, would he bake you the cake even though you're still an adulterer? Yes. But if you said, I want my boy to have a cake that says adultery is great, would he bake that cake? No. No, because now you are forcing him to use his intellectual property, okay? His conscience, you're forcing him to violate his conscience in order to participate with you. That you cannot do. It's why, for example, no one in their right mind would argue that we would force a black baker to bake a cake for the KKK, right? right? No one would do this. No one would say that you have to go to Dearborn, Michigan, find a Muslim cake baker and make them bake a cake that says um, that, um, uh, that, that Moses was Jewish. No one would do that, right? No one would, that the Jews are the rightful, the Jews are the rightful owners of the Holy Land. No one would, no one would make that case, would they? Okay. All right. So there's clearly a line. Lines are already established. In the case of forcing injections, what, what expertise or prowess does a business possess, first of all, to even have this level of, of, of power before we even get to the matters of conscience thing where, where do they possess yeah. this could they could they force you to inject anything could, could a business say you have to get smoke a joint before you come in here could walmart do that to their employees pot's legal could they do it i mean do they get to impose what on what level do they get as a business to impose on you now, I know what some of your arguments are going to be. Well, they get to drug test us. You could, you could have certain things wrong with you that, that in, inhibit their ability to do business or force them to be liable, right? Yes. Is that true? Yes, it is true. Could that be true in the case of a COVID? It could, which is why this will make some of you angry. It's why I actually don't believe it is a violation to tell people if you won't get vaccinated, we're testing you once a week. I don't think that's a violation. I think it's, is it annoying? It's annoying, but is a bit, I don't think it's, I think if Walmart said to their employees, if you don't want to get vaccinated, you don't have to, but then we're giving you, we're testing you every week. I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. It's annoying. I might work somewhere else, but At least now, we're practicing some semblance of consistency. And that you're showing your concern as a business. 
is maintaining the integrity of the atmosphere that you produce for customers. By just blanketly saying everyone has to take something, by the way, that is not even FDA approved yet. You are imposing on the conscience of your employees. Now, what do we, what, what, what do we just say in the Jack Cake Baker case you did not have the right to do? Impose, impose your beliefs, impose on, your beliefs on somebody else. Because since these things are not FDA approved and since we're watching them fail, at least from a transmissibility standpoint, in real time. What expertise does the head of Home Depot have that says, yeah, everybody's got to do this? What, what, where that, what, where would, where would such power even come from? His lawyer. Okay. And see, here's the thing. If we have no lemon test, meaning nothing that, nothing that shows this meets some standard of efficaciousness, some standard of legitimacy, then why can't they then just next say you got to smoke pot before you come into work? Why can't they do that? Why, why, why can't they say all female employees uh, have to wear thongs? Why can't they do that? You're still dressed, right? Yes. So I can, why can't they do that? What would, be the, what would be the limit that would say they could not do that? They're, they have no power or authority as a private business to mandate you get injected with some kind of an experimental substance. So why are we, why is anybody on the right anxious to grant such authority? Because here's the thing. Um, I can shoot tyrants in government. That's what the Second Amendment says, right? I get to do that if I have to. Do I get to go shoot the board of directors at Walmart? No. No, of course not. Therefore, it actually sort of seems as if you have, (laughs) the, the government has more direct accountability to you in such matters than private industry does, right? Why would we want to grant such sweeping powers to those that we really don't have much accountability? Who have, who have a level of wealth. Are you and I voting for the Walmart board of directors? No. Are, you, are we voting for the Applebee's board of directors? No. Any, the, Disney, the Disney board of directors? No. No. Are we voting for senator, governor, yes. congressman, president? You see where I'm going? Yes. Why in the world are you anxious to reserve such power for entities that are really not that accountable to you? Well, you can go to another business, says Christy Nome. What if they all do me then? What if, they all, if they're all doing it, where do I go? I have nowhere to go. At this point, I think we have to recalibrate. See, we were not pro-private sector for the sake of being pro-private sector, but for the sake of pointing out that this was government overreach, right? Right. Right. But overreach is overreach regardless of which sector it comes from, correct? So I'm pro-private sector until they want to be the totalitarian sector. And then guess what sector I'm no longer pro? The private private one, because they're not private now. They're totalitarians. They have no basis whatsoever to issue any of these decrees. No level of expertise, none. And then there's no level of efficaciousness. How long would you have to get these jabs? Moderna announced yesterday a third booster. How long? Indefinitely? Routine? No standards at all. None. None. Someone explained to me why anybody is for this. And I mean like anybody. Like anybody, like anybody who's not literally wishing they were living in China right now or Venezuela. I mean, tell me why anybody's for this. Tell me why. 
the, the left now wants private industry to have this level of power? Really? You guys do? I'd have figured you'd have been the first to push back on evil Walmart with its, its cheap goods and slave labor. And you're going to do this? You're in on it? I mean, I can't think of anything that more violates 30 years of arguments we've had with Democrats than a corporation that imports cheap foreign goods to undermine wages of its workers and the collective wages of American workers as a whole, forcing you to, con- to inject something from big pharma that isn't even yet FDA pr- approved into your body. Goodness sakes, doesn't that, isn't that pretty much every damn Democrat com- TV, com- political commercial we heard, a whole, heard our whole damn lives? Yes. So I, I don't know why anybody who literally doesn't think that they have a copy of Das Kapital by their bedside is for this. Anybody? This, well, the letter writer had to be doing this ironically, don't you? I, I think that they were. I, ho- I hope. But so. that's why I use no, this no, as I the occasion to make these because points. I imagine. It, let's say it was done literally. I, that letter writer. Let's. I'd imagine probably lives uh, in a nice cul-de-sac somewhere, and on the left and the right of him is a house that looks just like his. But by the logic of the letter, if a pick a, a strip joint, anything, should be able to just tear down the house if that homer sold it to the strip joint and build a strip joint right next to your house. Mm-hmm. Because I have an industry. Mm-hmm. That's, I, no. And you don't believe that. I know you don't believe that. So what so are we you talking about here? So you can't sue the pharma manufacturers. Thank you, Trump. He put that in. You can't sue the pharma manufacturers. They So they're, they're not accountable to you at all. Your corporation doesn't have to offer any form of a what what is a what what is this a permanent thing is it temporary during the del- they have to put no parameters on it none no efficacy standards none 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 anybody for this is a marxist and i don't care if they're the damn cato institute or if they're on msnbc anybody for this is a marxist full stop marxist all right, let's get to the rest of our emails here. I, I put Glenn's in the front of the line because there were several things that it touched on that I wanted to address here on a Feedback Friday. Aaron, you have any thoughts really quick? No, I think we covered it. That was good. I, 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 I don't understand why anybody's for this. I mean, I don't, I, I don't understand why suddenly the political, the anti-corporate America political party is entirely for corporations having more power than government does. All the answers to that question yes, are bad, yeah. real bad. And I don't, and not just like kind of bad. I'm talking like end of Western civilization kind of bad. Like shut her down. Hide your women, hide your wives, or they're raping everybody up in here kind of bad. All right, let's go to some more feedback Friday here. If my computer would not be locked up. There we go. Uh, this is from Kurt. He says, I want to thank you guys for what you do. After I watch your show, I take the data you post and then go and find uh, and go, go to find and try to reproduce it myself. Not because I'm skeptical of you all, but because I want to be able to defend it adequately. Dude, that's one of the best compliments we've yeah. ever gotten. You're your own man. Yeah, that's right. We're not, we're not trying to create spoon feeders here, okay? Um, I'm not giving out marching orders, man. I'm, I'm trying to disciple I'm, I'm, you know, now you do this and maybe better. Okay. But in your own way. Yeah. You can do it better. Cause you're there. Yes. We're here. 
Amen to that. Because of your show, I have started lobbying in Oklahoma for the restriction of private business mandating vaccines. While it currently seems like an uphill fight, my state Senator Jake Merrick is drafting legislation and pushing for a special session. He has asked from time to time for me to collate data. Your work has helped me to do so, and to you guys, I give a lot of credit. I also send the Rumble link from time to time with influential interviews. While our governor is generally very good, he seems hesitant to interfere with private business because they give him a lot of money. One of our largest health systems is going to terminate its employees September 30th if they are not vaccinated. It is a great injustice to treat those who are willing to stand in the gap for those who were the sickest because they want safety questions addressed before they are vaccinated from a disease with literally no chance of killing most of them. I will continually push on the governor's staffers and work with my senator to exact change, but certainly I would appreciate any additional ideas. Again, I want to thank you guys for the data and confidence inspired by your show. Here's what you need. The only other idea I would have with it is just Kurt, keep doing, Kurt, what you're doing, okay? But here's what needs to happen. Every one of those hospital system workers that doesn't want to take this needs to organize together. They're either going to hang together or they're going to jab separately, okay? They need to hang together, like the Denver Police Union said this morning. 57% of our people aren't taking these jabs. So we're a no on your mandate, Mayor. Uh, I guess you can replace 57% of your police force if you'd like. That's what your hospital system workers need to say. Okay. I guess it'll just be you guys and the nurses that make the TikTok videos. Cool. Here is the bottom line for Kurt and for all of you. Please, please. On behalf of my anxiety level and all of our children and our way of life. Please, I beg of you. I mean, I'd, I'd get on my knees here if my mic cord stretched that far. So just, I'm proverbially on my knees, imploring you. The tyranny will continue until you make the pain more for the imposer than it is for the imposee. That's you until it hurts more to make you do this than you hurt to be made to do it, they're going to keep making you do things. That is the lesson of history. That's the lesson of our history. That's the lesson of all history. Until it hurts the imposer more than the imposee. They'll keep doing it. There's a reason why that first time you punched the bully back in the mouth, you didn't have to do it probably a second or third time. And if they did come back another time and you did it again, you definitely didn't have to do it a third or a fourth. Maybe they did test your resolve. Do you really mean it? Yep, pop, I do. This is what it means when the answer is us. There will be no way out of this without a confrontation on some level. I know many of you are not comfortable with confrontation. How comfortable are you with not being a free American? Make your choice. That's your choice. Your choice is what am I more uncomfortable with? Not being free or confrontation. Right now, too many of you are making the calculus that 
you're more com- uncomfortable with uh, confrontation than not being free. Notice the spirit of the age is like to- totes legit with confrontation, like looks for it. Ultimately, until the pain of imposing this on, the impo- on you is more painful for the imposer than it is for you to feel it. As the imposee, they will keep imposing. You and I have to change this. We have to change it. That's part of the thing you were just telling, talking about why our show seems to get ignored mm-hmm. by a lot of these entities. Because if you come at me with the same tactics you typically use against people like me, I will hurt you. I will embarrass you. And I will enjoy it. And then I will hope you will do it again. Because I'll enjoy it even more the second time. That is the attitude we must have. Don't. Are you sure? Don't make that threat unless you're sure you're willing to see it through because I'm going to make you see it through. So you better be sure. That's the attitude we all need to have right now. You don't have to just sit there and struggle with that chronic pain any longer. I don't mean, you know, hey, I, I was uh, uh, rough in the house and fell. Should I take Omega XL? No, no, I'd probably go to a doctor, okay? <laughs> That's not the kind of pain we're talking about, okay? Uh, we mean the chronic pain variety, you know, the ache, the achiness, the stiffness that just won't go away in places like your knees, your back, your shoulders, uh, etc. That's likely being caused by inflammation. And if you're looking for an all-natural anti-inflammatory backed by 35 years of clinical research, which I can also personally recommend, it's called Omega XL. And right now, if you want to go after the inflammation that is going after you, give Omega XL a shot with buy your first bottle or your next bottle and get another one for free. Buy one, get one free when you go to OmegaXL.com slash Steve. Again, OmegaXL.com slash Steve. Or you can call them if you're old school, 800-844-4888, 800-844-4888. All right, back to some feedback Friday. I made the decision to hold this person's, withhold this person's name, and you'll see why as we get into this note. I work as a microbiologist a week before I left for a week of of a family getaway. I moved into a new lab, which consolidated all the scientists of the company I work for into one area. I was somewhat excited to make new friendly acquaintances and believed I was doing so until I got back from vacation. And although my company only mandates masks for those that they know to be unvaccinated, everyone was masked up. As scientists started trickling in for the day, I noticed something odd. Everyone I knew to be vaccinated had masks on. I thought I had missed a memo and even rechecked my emails. Nothing new was released. Then throughout the day, those who thought they were my new friendly acquaintances ignored my hellos and how are yous, all because I was not masked up. Fortunately, no one I work with or for knows I'm not and will not get the unverified jab. I guess I'm grateful I didn't end up being friends with such shallow people, but it still sucks to already be an outcast. I thought to myself that I was lucky. I have happened 
I happened to have a counseling appointment later that day. It's with a man who was a pastor at the church I just started attending. I was looking forward to some venting in a safe space. Only I was confronted with the highest degree of tension I've ever experienced in my therapy years with 25 minutes of belittlement for my views and beliefs. I gave valid stats and evidence, but he was fixated and intent on being a mask hole. Now, this is a guy. He's arguing with a microbiologist. This pastoral counselor, okay? But he was fixated and intent on being a mask hole, jab-loving Faucian, telling me I need to review my sources, see the facts, and commented that it must be hard to be a part of such a small minority. Don't ever go back to this church ever again. Never again. Never. Never. A pastor who says, I mean, this is Naftali Bennett level of self-awareness never. You know, the guy running the one Jewish state who somehow has forgotten of what happens when Jews are medically segregated from other people. Now we have the pastor who says, I, I mean, it's got to be difficult. I don't know why you'd want to be part of such a small minority. I needed to shut my mouth there for a few minutes. I apologize for the dead air. Hope it didn't freak anybody out. Everything I was going to say there was going to be righteous, but it just wasn't going to sound like it. Because, you know, Christianity has no history of being a small, besieged, Minority. Except for all of its history until now. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe that is the problem here. We have forgotten that large cloud of witnesses the writer of Hebrews talks about, who are often a small minority. St. Patrick was a small minority. Boniface was a small minority. The apostles, a small minority. Gideon's 300, a small minority. Should I continue? She goes on to say, it was the most unpleasant, unprofessional experience I have encountered to this date in a therapy office. I felt my trust in him was betrayed because, sister, it was. It was. And it's a good thing I'm not your husband or brother. Because if I were, I'd have whooped his ass and you would have had to bail me out. I've never wanted to walk out of a session so desperately in my life. I'm... I'm, I, I'm just sorry. I know you said you just started this church. I don't know if that means you're just going back to church or trying it for the first time or you just moved. But I, I, I just pray you do not let this solely, even though, man, I can't imagine the temptation to, 
solely your general outlook on churches. It ain't as easy to find a good one nowadays as it used to be. But man, when you do, it does still make a major difference. She goes on to say, however, I stood my ground, but I doubt I'll go back. Don't ever go back. Never go back. Never. Never go back. Never step foot in there ever again. In fact, you should now tell everyone you know, don't go to that church. Don't go there. Warn people. Don't just keep it to yourself. She goes on to say, but I suppose that is the spirit of the age. Life is like the twilight zone. I know it's true when you say it's only probably going to get worse. I was still grateful to listen to yesterday's show after all that. And somewhat grateful that you were in a bit of a mood. (laughs) Maybe we should just gone ahead and left the churches closed. And then just, you know what? Maybe that is what we should have done. Come to think of it. Made no pronouncements about reopening the churches. And then just stood by and waited to see which churches would eventually act on their own. Right? Yeah. Like when God says to Gideon, all right, the guys who like grab the water, like very delicately and professionally, okay, which is going to be most of the men, throw all those, throw all those betas out. I want the guys who just walk up and are so thirsty, they just start lapping it up like a dog. Put those guys in the army, okay, right? Maybe what we should have done is tryouts and just never had any public decree of it's okay to reopen the churches at all and then just stood back, waited to see who reopened, and you thought to yourself, all right, that's where we should be going to church. That would have been one hell of a plumb line, right? That would have been a truth detector for you, right? I would be in. Yeah. Wish we would have thought of that last year. Because Canada did that. And there were like two or three churches out there. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Now you know not to waste your time on all the all rest of them. All the other ones. Know what I'm saying? See, I'm not, you know why? Because I'm aware of the history of my faith. I'm not uncomfortable being in a minority at all. I'm not. So I, I'm uncomfortable in big tents. Because I know what it usually takes to accomplish those things. That's why I'm not much of a joiner. Okay, I'm not uncomfortable being in a minority at all. In fact, the great prophet Samuel Adams himself once said it is always the tireless, committed minority who enacts the most change in the world. And he's right about that. I'm so angry for you. I'm so angry for you that that happened to you. And I'm sorry. On behalf of every believer in this audience... Uh, we're sorry. But don't ever go back and warn everyone you know about that church. Everyone. I'm having a hard time moving on and figuring out where I want to go next after all of that. So, um, let me go here. I live in Southern California. I'm a professor at a community college and I'm a constitutional conservative. So to say I'm in the middle of a hornet's nest would be an understatement. Indeed. Are are you part of that? That must be hard, really hard to be in that level of a minority. Oh my gosh. In fact, I've changed my mind. Send me the address. No, don't do that. (laughs) Don't. 
everyone that likes me is begging you, don't, don't do that. Back to this email. I've been an adamant anti-masquerader from the beginning of this whole charade and made no bones about it. I also will not take their jab. It's too risky. My school is already demanding that all employees show proof of accepting the mark. Er, I mean the vaccination. Currently, a vaccination is proven. One can walk about freely, no mask. However, if one cannot show proof of vaccination, they are put on a watch list and must wear a mask at all times while on campus. I will not be forced into becoming their human lab rat. But surprisingly, I will mask up. Because on my masks will be the following mottos for all my students to see and hopefully open a dialogue. Proudly not a human experiment, number one. I was thinking of making this with the letter X uh, in experiment, uh, maybe a swastika, but then my wife said that's probably going too far. Your wife is right, probably. She's probably right. I would have said definitely right about three months ago. Now I'm down to probably right. <laughs> okay. Number two, proudly not a sheeple. Number three, proudly not a part of groupthink. Number four, proudly an independent thinker. Number five, proudly my right to choose. Number six, use my wife's material paints and paint a large inverted red triangle on the mask. Red was for political prisoners. I've got more ideas, but I'll start with this should be fun. That is fun, Dave. See, what I love what you're doing, Dave, is you're desecrating their shibboleth. I love that. I love it. I absolutely love it. You're mocking the enemy. You're desecrating their idol. Just smashing it in their face. Elijah Mount Car. I don't know. Maybe, dude, maybe Bale's taking a dump, bro. I don't know. Where is he right now? I love that stuff. More cowbell. Freaking love it. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, and... I think I chose the right email after the one I previously read because I was on a very thin thread, as you like to say, Todd. Well, it's... uh... And you got to have the energy to uh, sustain it as well. Uh, keep keep pushing through with that. Um, it's not just a you can't you can't do it for cheap. The feeling of cheap high school hijinks. It this is so much more important than that. This can have a laugh track to it. It can be fun, but you must be militant in the extent that you salt the earth with their tears on this front. yes yes absolutely yes that was yeah i i i've lost this mask i don't know where it was one of our listeners had, had oh, a i saw you wear said, it once yeah. I, I went like i gotta get one of these yes yeah I, it was uh, a virtue signal just a virtue signal on there I, I i think that was that was appropriate um of course back then it still is if you absolutely must of course if you try to fly and wear any political messages right now, um, uh, uh, anything, uh, like anything at all, I, I'm convinced can get you kicked off a plane now. Like any anything can get you p- kicked off a plane. I, we are still, though, just to bring this home again. I like the creativeness. I like just w- throwing it back in their face. Love that. Uh, we're still at a place where we just got to say no, where we absolutely can. And uh, fortunately, though, most places, I, I was, I think I said this off the air to you guys, I was prepared last Friday night for a Friday evening uh, press release dump from major American retailers yeah. and corporations saying, yeah, we're reinstating them. But we didn't get that. We didn't get that. Now, we might as we head into fall, but we haven't so far that I've seen anyway. Nothing, nothing major anyway. So that's a good thing. That's still a good thing. I wore my Fauci lied, people died shirt. All over Walmart and Costco Monday. I got stopped several times with people who loved it. People who loved it. 
So there you go. Finally, quickly from Phil Maloney, why aren't health agencies and doctors talking about eliminating comorbidities? <laughs> Wait, you're serious. Um, what are health agencies? We have sick care yep. agencies. We don't have health agencies, brother. Okay, so you're adorable, Phil. Adorable. Uh, let's close it out telling you about our friends over at realestateagentsitrust.com. I think time may be getting short on uh, some of the lending agencies. We're just seeing a lot of 2008 trends. I might be wrong. We'll see. I want to be wrong, by the way. But just in case I'm right, now would be a really good time to take advantage of an aggressive market, low rates. Uh, if you want to sell your home, probably it's, I mean, housing values have skyrocketed here in the last couple of years. Uh, or you just want to escape a COVID stand and come to a place where you can still breathe the free air. Whichever the motivations may be, make sure you find an agent that you can trust. Chances are you'll find them right here in this audience, but we'll help connect you via realestateagentsitrust.com. Again, the name of the website just kind of says it all. Have an agent that will come in, take charge of your situation, but still remember that you're the one that's ultimately in in charge and they have a proven track record of success otherwise they wouldn't get listed on the website realestateagentsitrust.com any final thoughts gentlemen well i've all often reminded you to go watch uh, that uh, scene in braveheart the big speech before the battle but uh right right before that right before the speech he starts driving off on horseback and amos says where are you going he says i'm going to pick a fight yeah, over and over and over again. Do it on your terms when you have the high ground because they're trying to take every bit of that high ground away. This is a period in time where, and I was saying this off the air, we have to prepare ourselves, this country, for, for the longest period of time, up until really around this time period, Corporately, we enjoyed God's blessing and God's good grace upon this country. We are entering into a time, though, where that's going to be on an individual case-by-case basis in terms of just being able to live a life, be able to uh, marry, have children, enjoy uh, our families, the things that really make life worth living. Because of the foundation of this country for the longest time, we were able to enjoy that corporately, but now it's on an individual basis, and it's, it can be dark to watch that happen, but we have to, what is the phrase, we have to fight like uh, the, the outcome depends on us, but pray like the outcome depends on God, maybe I mixed that up, but that's the time right now, every single moment. We're back at it again on Monday, provided baby Aaron doesn't come. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace on the Blaze Radio Network.